0: This is the EWN Podcast Network. Do you know how often identity theft
1: occurs? Every two seconds, affecting even children. The great news is that you and your loved ones don't have to become the next victim. In the Cyber Mindful with Sandra podcast, we'll explore together simple practices that increase the cyber safety of you, your family, and your business. I'm your host Sandra Esto, and I believe the key to protecting yourself from hackers, scammers, and cyber monsters is rooted in being fully present, both online and offline. This podcast is a conversation among friends. I'm delighted that you are choosing to take charge of your cyber safety because you deserve to have peace of mind online and protect what matters most to you. So let's do this together. Welcome to a new episode of Cyber Mindful with Sandra. Now, I'm an introvert, and you know, for most of my life, when, every time I went to a meeting, a party, or a place where strangers were there, I was like, oh my God, I I don't know how to speak with people. I don't know how to connect. And most of my life, I was in a corner sometimes just watching how everyone was interacting. But everything changed for me when I met this guest that I have for you today, because her ability to teach you how, how to network, how to introduce yourself. I mean, being in a room full of entrepreneurs. That was very intimidating, but with her and with her guidance, my life has changed. And I'm just so excited, grateful, and so looking forward with this conversation today with Sandra Yancy. Sandra, welcome.
0: It's great to see you. Sandra and Sandra today. We got the yeah. Sandra Sandra show. Yes, we do. <laughs> Sandra <Yes>. Square. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, before we, we move with the question, Sandra, I'm just gonna read about you a little bit so our audience know who's Sandra. Yancy. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 So good. Sandra Yancy is the CEO and founder of eWomen Network her company it's a multi million dollar enterprise with over 500,000 yeah you heard me 500,000 women connected through 118 chapters spread across North America, Australia and the United Kingdom. E Women Network produces over 1500 women business events each year. And I'm part of those events and I got to say, you know, it it changed everything. For me, never thought I could be an entrepreneur. And with Sandra on my corner, I can do this and I'm (laughs) doing it. That's why we're here. Um, So she has the largest multi-day international women business conference of its kind in North America annually. And in addition to author being the author of six best-selling books on business Sandra is an award-winning entrepreneur and is recognized by the International Alliance for Women as one of the world's 100 top difference maker makers and by CNN as an American hero. And you know I can I can read and I can just Let's get on with that, right? <laughs> exactly because yes. this I mean you Sandra, you are such an extraordinary woman. And I know you mm. always say you're an ordinary woman, but you're not. <laughs> you yeah. are extraordinary. And mm. um, you have an extraordinary life. And I'm so excited for you to share, you know, you and and your wisdom. And so let's start there. Like, let's start okay. with your story. Like, okay.
0: Why we don't read so, in the bio. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a small town farm girl. Um, grew up in, uh, Midwestern um, environment, I happen to be first generation American. My mother was from uh, Mexico, um, last name Lopez, and my father was uh, French Canadian, last mm-hmm. name Goulet. And they met each other in the United States and Michigan and uh, fell in love and embarked in on a, on a life together. Uh, cut a little short, when I was five on my birthday, my father was killed instantly in a car mm-hmm. accident. So I was raised in a very um, unconventional way for a Midwestern town in Ohio. Um, And uh, so my mother uh, raised us and for many, many years on welfare because Mm. English wasn't her first language. Uh, We didn't live in a massive city, a major city that had mass transit. And um, but she knew how to sew. She was raised in a convent and orphan herself when her parents died when she was young. And uh, she learned how to sew Uh, a very accomplished seamstress. I mean, made men's dress shirts with French collar, French cuffs um, and collars. And so um, in many ways, I looked back and saw that she was an entrepreneur and she Mm -hmm. I mean, no job was too small. She did everything from darning socks to making. You know, uh, formal men's shirts, right? Mm. Whatever it took uh, to keep things going. Mm -hmm. And um, I just, I grew up, I had a brother 13 months older than me that had a major heart condition, born with a a hole in his heart Mm. next to his aorta. And so whenever Ricky slept, uh, you know, so we just, we didn't know when he was going to sleep. He had a hard time sleeping. And uh, so whenever he slept, the house was to be quiet. So Mm. I too am an introvert. By formality. I mean, I've, I've learned how to, um, you know, present and train and all of that, but, uh, is where I get my energy is my quiet space. So my, my, my natural tendency is to be like my cell phone. Once it runs out of juice, it just Mm -hmm. needs to recharge. Right. Yep. So, Yeah.
1: Yeah, very, very similar, and I marry an extrovert. Yes, me too. <laughs> me so too. Yeah, things interesting, definitely, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. But you know, that's I think that's part of what I loved about Kim. We've mm-hmm. been together forty four years. Um, I met him when I was in high school, and uh, what I loved is that he did carry the conversation, and mm-hmm. he was always sharing his ideas and dreams. And you know, I've 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 now learned, you know that. I'm a really great listener, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, in a, in a world where people are constantly trying to one up and talk over each other, yeah. uh, that's turned out to be a, a pretty good, um, uh, way to be and skill to develop for sure. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. absolutely. Sandra, that, you know, thank you for sharing your story it's so, so moving. And, you know, from, from that beginning, I, I relate to you so much because mm. we both have, um, Childhoods that had a lot of trauma, yeah. Um, in a way, and you know, you're an overcomer. And how did you, how did you connect it? You know,
0: well, I think the truth do- is, as mm-hmm. I, I've been asked this question a lot. Like, you know, how, you know, I was the first one to go to college, and um, and I loved learning. And I think in many ways, as I've done a lot of work on myself, I, um, my heart was broken so much from the death of my real father, my brother, ultimately. Um, and, uh, and, and my stepfather died, you know, my mother married many, many years later, um, just six weeks before I got married. And just a lot of all of that, I, I think, you know, as I really look back, I just really focused on, let me be smart, let me just be a learner. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. then I then I don't have to worry about feeling as much, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Now, I've got yep. a lot of work on that. And um, certainly now, you know, if you know me, um, I really listen to my heart. In fact, I've learned that my heart has a language completely different from my from my head mm-hmm. and they, they don't speak the same language. You know, mm-hmm. so I've learned that I've got to get really quiet and listen because yep. my head is always shouting at me. But I I I, I fell in love with studying. Um, mm-hmm. I love to read as an introvert. It's I, I don't like mm-hmm. audio books. It's too much noise for me, but I love to read. And, um, and I love to feel the book. So I love the the mm-hmm. feeling of turning the pages and bending the corners and highlighting and <laughs> writing stars and uh, and that kind of thing. And I've tried the Kindle, I've got it and it works, but it's it's not the same as curling up with a book for me. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I, I've really, I'm more, I think I've, people have asked me one question I got asked, am I addicted to success? And, I've had to really, I didn't know how to answer that. It was a really good question. I'm not sure I answered it the way now I would answer it. And that is not as addicted to success as I am to achievement. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: um, I just really love to learn. And then I'm pretty good at watching the signals when I need to unlearn what I've learned because it's no longer serving me and the things and things around me have changed. And then relearning. And that's Mm -hmm. been, I think, a real uh, part of not only who I am, but that's also, I have to give credit to how I've uh, achieved mm-hmm. so much. I'm, I really am ordinary um, and not a but, and I live an extraordinary life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know,
1: thank you for, for that. Now, do you mind unpacking a little bit more about, for those that are listening with us, you know, the diff- mm-hmm. for you, what is the difference between success and achievement? And you know, yeah. if you're not an entrepreneur, if you yeah. are an entrepreneur and you're curious, you know, yeah. what would you say?
0: Yeah. Well, I think curiosity is one of the top, mm-hmm. uh, five things that a great entrepreneur, a mm-hmm. skill that I think gives you longevity, you mm-hmm. know, and that is, uh, momentum over time. Uh, there's a lot of stops and starts, but I think we all know that. I mean, when I started my business, um, I think Google was around, but it certainly wasn't a, a verb (laughs) that it is today. There was no social media. I mean, you know, the whole, you know, online marketing, all these things didn't exist when I launched my business 23 Mm -hmm. years ago in 2000. And so um, you have to adjust with whatever's going on. I feel like I've lived through four pandemics, you know, from the internet bust, if you remember those days in the real early 2000s, I was opening up Canada when SARS, um, the illness of SARS came out, which, Mm -hmm. you know, told me not to travel there, but I had a lot of bookings that and contracts that I had signed in various different, um, hotels, uh, to do events and open up the market. I mean, I certainly lived through the market crash of 2007 Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. 2008. And of course, you know, now we've got, um, you know, COVID and, uh, you know, I've just, I've, I've really learned that, you know, who I am today um, is not necessarily the person that I need to be in order to move forward. So achievement for me Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's not about the money, which I think is what defines so much of success, Mm -hmm. right? Um Mm -hmm. and I'm not I'm not trying to be um misleading or naive here. I mean, I Mm -hmm. run a multi-million dollar global business, I have um almost half a floor here in a Dallas Tower, I've got Mm -hmm. staff that are W twos and you know, um employees, and so I've got, you know, a lot that I have to cover. So I'm not mindlessly not tracking the dollars by any means. But what I am, I think I'm addicted to is just the achievement, like what is shifted and changed? And what do I need to know? Who Mm -hmm. do I need help to get me there? Mm -hmm. And, you know, what kind of investment do I need to make? Who do I need to become um, in order to adapt to the shifts that I think is what creates sustainability over time?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and I think this is a perfect segue to the question. You know how the networking business with the pandemic. I mean, mm-hmm. you had a you know personal event business. I mean, yes. I just remember going to the meetings, live events, and live events
0: mm-hmm. every month. Yeah, and then <laughs> pandemic happened, and then so everything, happened. everything crashed. Right, everything stopped, kind of thing, and. Uh, You know, uh, Sandra, it was a bad day when that happened. And and what I can tell you is... It was a bad year. (laughs) (laughs) What I could tell you, Well, it ended up being actually an amazing year for me. But I I Uh, would say from uh, probably March to August, mm -hmm. um, it was really hard. And when it all first happened... Uh, my first reaction uh, to be completely transparent was to give up. I mean, I always, I've, I've, often said I've given up many times over the course of the next uh, 20 of uh, the last 23 years, but I've never quit. I think there's a difference between giving yes. up for a day and <laughs> yep. you know um, and I did, I did get on my knees and I did pray and I did have conversations to myself at the time it was 2020. So that was my 20th year. And I remember saying, well, maybe 20 years has been a good run. That's not a bad, that's not mm-hmm. a bad run. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I did have to say, okay, are you up for the total reimagining of the company to completely adapt to a pure online environment? And it felt overwhelming um, mm-hmm. at the time. And I, I do think I, I stayed in bed a day or so. <laughs> you know? I'm very familiar um, with those days. I'm human. I'm just like it was, and it wasn't like I could ease into it. I mm-hmm. had I was either going to do it or not do it because mm-hmm. to change all of my software, all of my managing directors, it's a licensing model, all of the chapters, get them trained. You know what I mean? Yep. The, most of them didn't even have Zoom accounts at the time. What is Zoom? Train them on Zoom. How do you run. Mm-hmm. How do I create my, um, you know, signature trademark process? How to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just all the things and the software needed to be developed. I had no backend technology for people to be able to register for online events, etc. Mm-hmm. And it was a little tricky because it didn't stop everywhere at the same time. I mm-hmm. mean, I remember very clearly, kind of Washington State, the whole Seattle area stopped first you know what I mean? Then other mm-hmm. other cities stopped, others were continuing. So yep. it wasn't like this massive pull the plug across the board. So I yep. had to be flexible with the managing directors that said, oh no, we're moving forward. Everything's moving forward in our city, et cetera. So it became very tricky for me. And then, you know, I just really decided you know, I, uh, the bigger question was, uh, am I going to go out like this? <laughs> that was the bigger question. Yeah. And I just decided, no, I'm not. And that's when I, Zig Ziglar always taught me success isn't for the chosen few. It's for the few who choose it. And mm-hmm. so when I chose, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to convert. Um, I just, it just became a decision that I was committed to and I was dogmatic mm-hmm. and I was unstoppable And it was a lot of hours that I didn't think I had in me anymore, to be honest with you, (laughs) but it was amazing. I think when you set your mind, I would say, you know, really identify the big dream because better to go for the big dream and fall a little short than to set a short dream, a small dream and nail it. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I was like, we're going to go big or go home kind of thing. And, Mm -hmm. uh, Ultimately, that's what we did, and I found out that there was millions to be made that I hadn't been tapping in the online business, and we've never looked back.
1: Yeah, that, that is amazing. That is a, a re-image story of, you know, not only your brand, but yourself. Because, yeah, for you sure. Because,
0: technology,
1: it, it's around us, and whether we like it or not, it's just yep. here to stay.
0: And um, you know, not that's only what, here to stay, but it's it's going to be... It's evolving. going to be expanding faster mm-hmm. than we can keep up with it. And, and that's part of it. I, I, I'm mm-hmm. now beyond trying to keep up, but I'm really trying to say what are the elements of technology that I need to lean into mm-hmm. so that because it directly impacts either me individually or mm-hmm. my business. Mm-hmm. So how do you see, so the changes in technology with the human
1: relationships, like because mm-hmm. there is still that part of like, I want to be in a room and I want to hug someone versus right. virtual hug. <laughs> so, yes. it's
0: different. So, how do we, yes, can we talk I, about it? I that? think a lot of it has to do with the whole, I mean, kind of for me, it's what is old is becomes new again, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so, you know, it's great to connect with people visually, and I do think we could have done this this recording without looking at each other, but it Mm -hmm. adds an element of just the human connection by seeing each other, having, it's the Mm -hmm. small talk that happens almost before the call or after the call. That is really, I think a very important part of creating real connection Mm -hmm. um, so that it's not just an interaction or just mm-hmm. a transaction, but it's a true connection, right? Yep. Um, I, you know, redirected some of the money that I spent at going at events. And I, you know, sent, um, you know, flowers or um, mm. I really paid attention to when people go were going through a tough time, you know, mm-hmm. or, or conversely, something they were celebrating, you know what I mean? Mm. And made sure that I just repositioned to create mm-hmm. that connection, I sent more, and I do believe in sending about four um, cards a week. They might be thank you cards, but uh, just touching base with you cards. I haven't mm. heard from you in a long time. Cards you are on my heart. Just wanted you to know. Mm. And these don't have to be long letters, um, mm-hmm. but I think that you know that 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 not the email right that gets lost in the email yeah. abyss of our inbox, but that special touch, you know, Mm -hmm. of your handwriting, you know, putting a stamp, all of that. And I I keep all of mine. I mean, when I'm having a bad day, they help me remember why I'm doing what I'm doing, right? It keeps Mm. me uh, moving forward. But I definitely think um, it's very important to go outside of the typical being on the phone or Mm -hmm. being sitting at the computer. How do you, when I'm talking to people, how do you make it more interactive? How do you make it more Mm -hmm. high touch? There are some things that you can do, I think, to elevate the level of connection.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think I love that you know that practice that you just share with us, and if you're you know something super easy to implement that sometimes we we just we're so busy and yeah, uh, and we let busyness dictate. And whether it's busyness, distraction, stress, to deviate us from yes, from doing so the that's an that important
0: sometimes. message that you're sharing. I think it was Bill Gates that mm-hmm. originally. In fact, I had it. You know, every year some people pick mm-hmm. a word, and I always pick um kind of a phrase or a statement. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a mouse pad made. Uh, my, mm-hmm. The mouse pad I have right now says, Action is the enemy of thought. Because uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people think about things and then never get into action. Yep. And I'm just the opposite. I'm about imperfect action. You, you're mm-hmm. going to make mistakes anyway because there's no such thing as perfection. So yep. get going and fix things along the way. Um, mm-hmm. but my, my one year I had a quote that I read, I was reading about technology, actually Bill, it was an interview with Bill Gates and, I uh, can't even tell you, to be honest with you, Sandra, what the entire article was about. But I, I remember highlighting a quote that he said, and that was, and I made a, I made a mouse pad out of it and it became my, my motto for the year. Mm-hmm. And I love doing it with the mouse pad because I look at it every day. You know, I'm at my mm-hmm. computer, I look yep. down, I see my mouse pad every day. It's a gentle reminder. And yep. his quote was, um, busy is the new stupid. Mm-hmm. And I was so like, true. oh my gosh, so great. This year already in 2023, my motto is, you know, simplify to amplify. You know, what am I doing that I and that's really easy to do when you are doing things that are broken or not or are not yielding the results that you want. You know, Simplify to Amplify really um, has power when you break something that is working, right, in Mm -hmm. order to do something bigger. And I I did that Mm -hmm. in October after 20-some years of running my monthly Sip, Tip, and Talk, which is very, very Mm -hmm. impactful and valuable uh, for the business. I'm stopping it, you know, to do something else, which will allow me to do a lot of the things that I did in Sip, Tip, and Talk, that monthly webinar plus some additional things. Do you see? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So um
0: yeah. So that, that when you say it's so easy to get caught in the mm-hmm. busyness mm-hmm. uh or just in being business or uh, being mm-hmm. being busy, it is the busyness of business, I think, that sometimes
1: mm-hmm. really
0: slows us down. Um Absolutely. You know, I was watching the AMA awards um not too long ago and and I was thinking about Taylor Swift because she was a, a big winner. And of course if you've watched the news, mm-hmm. you know, she, you know, broke all the records ever, yep. you know, for her concerts, you know, mm-hmm. and I thought to mm-hmm. myself, wow, she's got 1,440 minutes in a day, the same, I mean, that is the equalizer, mm-hmm. right? Yep. She has the same amount of minutes in a day that I do. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, I, I just, it, it, for me, it's just such an inspiration. And it, mm-hmm. it tells me, it makes me ask myself, what is she doing with her time that I'm not doing? And we're clearly not on the same playing field, but if I can Mm -hmm. adapt, right, not adopt, uh, but adapt Mm -hmm. uh, what I'm doing in a more effective, better way that would yield higher results, why wouldn't I do that?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I. you know, I was reading about her breaking the internet yes. <laughs> all over the yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, she's such a great disruptor. It is. You know what I mean? It that is. it's going to be interesting. My belief is, my hunch, I guess I should say, is that I think she might just change this whole. You know, buying ticket process out there and create Mm -hmm. maybe her own portal or something like that. I mean, she took her music off of Spotify. She recut her music. I Mm -hmm. think, you know, maybe it was a different label or something like that that she was getting Mm -hmm. a number of awards for to relaunch and recut the same thing differently. Um, Mm -hmm. Tells you about the community that she's created that people would go and repurchase the music.
1: Um,
0: It's just, I mean, she just is a great disruptor. And that, I think, is the the, the highest value of movement in any life and any business is to not just, I mean, there's levels of innovation, but people innovate yeah. by making little tweaks, but disruption is really innovation personified at its highest level. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's a disruptor.
1: Definitely. She is. And, and, and I, and you are too. And I think, you know, when you look at that, like, what you have created where where would you disrupt in the networking yes. business? I mean, yes, I, I always look at you know people that inspire us. And I am reminded, they like you, what is the common thing? They have the same amount of hours, of course, like you said, but they also they also breathe, they also do yeah. practices
0: and yeah. I'm wondering always like what kind and of got, practices. In, in some cases, they've got kids or stepkids yeah. or they're dating, they have a spouse, mm-hmm. they're trying to balance yeah. aging parents or a sick yeah. parent or whatever. I mean, everybody's got everything going on, right? The so, commonalities.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Now, Sandra, I'm going to switch gears because I want to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. We had an amazing interview and if you have not listened to that interview with Kim, Mm. Or Brianna, mm, I have you it. gotta go and go back okay. to those episodes and do it. Okay,
0: okay, okay. <laughs> because
1: we talk about um, a situation that happened. Brianna share her perspective, learning about not to talk to strangers, and then Kim gave us his reasons and his story why he thought it was so necessary for him to teach Brianna in a way that was memorable. Oh, <laughs> I know what this is. <laughs>
0: so okay. we call it the Stranger Danger story. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm not sure I'm a big fan of uh, what he did, um, but it definitely was memorable for her. Yeah. Um, and in you know, 20 seconds here, what happened was Brianna loved playing. We lived on a big hill. Mm -hmm. And at the bottom of the hill, we also lived on the corner of a street in a really great neighborhood, but nonetheless, and at the bottom at the corner of the front yard, we had an area where I had planted, we'd put a little uh, like wall of, you know, um, of stones and we planted a tree and I had a flower bed so that the corner was decorative and Brianna loved it over there because it was a mm-hmm. hill and it had been leveled out and it had a little like mm-hmm. landing, you know, where the so that we could plant things. And she just loved it to go down there. She loved taking her dolls and she loved going down there. And I think I wonder how old she was, maybe four or five, I think, mm-hmm. something like that. And I would talk to Kim about how much she loved it. And she would always work her way mm-hmm. down there, you know, with this mm-hmm. big driveway and you know what I mean? And she'd want to play. Out there, and then she'd always kind of sneak down there. And I was so I was always nervous, just kind of watching her kind of thing. And I was like, you know, I mean, somebody could go and just snatch her, you know, and she, you know, here, Brianna, here's some candy, here's some something or other. And um, I'm just always nervous about her wanting to be out there. And I'm telling you, it was the weirdest thing, Sandra. She just I mean, as opposed to our beautiful backyard, all this other thing. She loved that corner. Strange things, how kids get kind of Mm -hmm. fixated on something. And so um, Kim saw her down there. He was driving, I think. I think maybe he was coming home. I don't think he backed his car out just for the exam. I think he saw her down there, whatever, and he pulled over. I wasn't there. I didn't see it. I just heard the aftermath. (laughs) Um, And it worked from that perspective. But... Um, wouldn't have been my first choice of how to do it. He got out of the car and I think he, he teased her, you know, Hey there, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, he, you know, had some candy or told her he had some candy. Would you like some candy? And she was like, of course, you know, and she ran over to him and he grabbed her and he threw her in the trunk and -hmm. closed it and then immediately opened it. I mean, it was just a matter of seconds as I understand it, but, um, she never forgot it. And his message was, that's how fast, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's sense. how fast. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody that's trying to call you over for a piece mm-hmm. of candy or anything else, maybe they have a dog, maybe they even know your name. If you don't know them, you run the other way. Yeah. You just, you run back to mom and dad, you yep. know, and, uh, and she never forgot it. She never forgot it's been a family story and I still hear it and half mortify. Um, And there might be people that listen to this that totally flip out. Let me just say it was, he closed it and opened it just to show her Mm -hmm. that, you know, Hey, I could have driven off and you'd be gone, you know, stranger danger. Don't Mm -hmm. take, don't, don't respond to anybody you don't know. Even if they say they know us, even Mm -hmm. if they know your name, because this was before they told parents don't buy them, you know, mm-hmm. backpacks and things that have their name on it. Cause that's one of the yep. big ways mm-hmm. that strangers get you is they get kids is they see things that have their name on it. And yep. the minute they call them, they aren't wise enough to know yep. what might be happening might be not good. Absolutely. And I you know when when we talk with Kim and he he shared his
1: perspective from his own Experience mm-hmm. as a kid and why yes. he
0: thought he was yes. so important. Yes, yeah. And I think not. Not that he we're had suggesting. somebody try to lure him. Did he tell you that
1: story? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's you know that's the reason I wanted to connect the story because it's not that you have to do that extreme. Yeah, but of course <laughs> it was. But there is there is a level of engagement and there is a level of conversation that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And today online, like, there's so much faster. Oh that, yes,
0: yes, even faster, even faster, mm-hmm. and
1: starting that conversation early is just so important for safety for for the yes. protection, the online protection of your family. Yes, and and no question. You know, That that is the reason I just wanted to to connect Mm -hmm. with the story. Yes. And and you have a granddaughter, Sandra. So what are the
0: worries today that you have with Tati? Oh, Sandra. I have, I mean, I'm glad I'm not a mom right now. (laughs) I think the biggest worries I have uh, that I think about off the top is clearly I want her to be safe and stay safe physically. Right. Mm -hmm. But I also want her emotionally to be safe. So I worry about all of the online bullying, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it used to be when I was little, if I wasn't invited to somebody's house overnight for a slumber party, in many ways I didn't know Right, yeah. but now you know yeah. everybody puts everything on social media, and so I think it's much even easier to feel yeah. excluded um, mm-hmm. or isolated, kind of thing. So I worry about her um, not just being bullying, bullied, but being you know left out. You know, I, yeah. I worry about her feelings. I also worry about her uh, making friends um, mm-hmm. on the internet that prove not to be who they say they are yeah and um, and that can be very dangerous. so making sure she understands that stranger yeah. danger applies to mm-hmm. you know the online uh, connections relationships. you know I was one of these moms that never let my son have the um, Xbox they would do mm-hmm. uh, games I can't remember the names of the games but you mm-hmm. could sign up. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and he, you know, had money to be able to do and, and he wanted to pay and, uh, to be able to play these games with people all over the world. And I, I refused. In fact, he, to this day jokes that, you know, he had to be out on his own officially at 22 or 23 before he ever got that program. And now his college buddies are all over the Mm -hmm. country. And so they play remotely and I just was too afraid that he yeah. could get lured into something that yeah. um, I might never know about, and it create a lot of problems. So I was one of them. Mm-hmm. I was one of those mean moms, <laughs> <laughs> and totally okay with it. Just so you know. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I, and I think that's you know so good that you you have that conversation too with with him now, and probably, um, you know, having that conversation you know, as an adult is so different and as, yeah. as a kid, they, they don't understand like, why, why am I yeah. not having it? What right. is like, my friend has it and I don't have it. And, yeah. and I think it's just making that connection early, as early as possible that could right. make a
0: huge difference. For Yes, them. for sure. They just don't have the discernment and the mm-hmm. wisdom, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. You know, and, and they get a certain age in those teens where they don't want to learn your, from your yeah. wisdom yes. and discernment That's so true. a natural stage. I'm almost convinced. I remember when my kids were 14, I'm like, oh, I only have four more years with them. And then, you know, by the time they get 17, you go, well, I survive another year <laughs> until they're gone. <laughs> and maybe that's why those years are really there to help prepare you <laughs> Yeah, so true. You yeah. remind me of that story. Yeah. I, I grew up in
1: Venezuela. And yeah. as a, when you see a baby, you're like, I want to eat you. I want to yes. eat you. Like, that's how we in Venezuela. Yes, we'll, yeah, yes. Oh, this baby. And then later on, it's like, why didn't I yeah. <laughs> eat yeah. you? Exactly. When I thought that,
0: you know, when yes. they are teenagers, I should have eaten you <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Um, and I and and I'm lucky because I ended up having quote-unquote good kids from the perspective yeah. of no <laughs> big issues or problems but those you know those little yeah. where they're really kind of trying to expand their boundaries and yeah define themselves and all of that that's a no joke period it is
1: <laughs> definitely it is and um, mm. wow yeah I think You know, today it's, it's a very different world and Mm, what I, you know, from, from, from what this show is about, you know, Cyber Mindful, it's about that connection that can start as early as you can and make it really engaging, like, you know, having fun conversations or having a way that you can relate with technology and yes. cybersecurity and strangers and, mm-hmm. you know, make that inclusive of your dinner in your dinner table or in just daily
0: interactions. And the more yes. we talk about the best protection. The be- better. Oh, I think it has to be a regular mm-hmm. topic of conversation, you know, Absolutely. especially when they get to an age where they need to have a bank account. Right. And, you know, just the, you know, online banking and the cautions around all of that. Yep. And, you know, yep. it's amazing to me how many kids uh, don't know how to balance a checkbook, you know, yep. and they kind of run their life based on how much cash is in the bank. <laughs> versus, <Yeah. laughs> you know, and I was one of those that went back, you remember, I went back in the, the days, I mean, I, put everything in my checkbook as pencils because, Mm -hmm. you know, I went back, if I was a penny off, I was, I was one of those people that would (laughs) go back and find it kind of thing, you know, (laughs) and I I think you need to learn how to make it balance exactly whether you became, you become that anal over time you know, if it's, you know, mm-hmm. under, you know, a quarter, maybe you just round it up and call it a day kind of thing. But I also think that that's what's helped me be really clear on, you mm-hmm. know, my books, you know, yeah. in the business, you know, running, you know, I have mm-hmm. an accounting team that does it now. So, um, <laughs> but I, I, I now know what questions to ask, what to look for, why I ask yeah. those questions and I'm okay absolutely. if people roll their eyes at me that uh, I'm getting too uh, laser focused, because I think that's where it's easy to get ripped off. Oh, absolutely.
1: And, and you know, there's f- fraud everywhere, whether sometimes it's on purpose or by accident. And if yeah. you don't know where to look or how to ask the questions, yes, you could be surprised Yes, in a, in a way that is not a pleasant surprise. No,
0: no, no, no. And, you know, pennies add up to dollars and dollars mm-hmm. add up to hundreds of dollars and hundreds of dollars add up to thousands and just yep. really easy for things to get out of control when you just mm-hmm. kind of take a laissez-faire approach yep. to your books. Absolutely.
1: Now, um, I'm going to ask you uh, a question that I ask every guest, Sandra, Okay. as we're wrapping the, the show today. And okay. What is what is your favorite piece of technology?
0: My uh, favorite piece of technology, I would say, is um, access to information. Okay. Tell me more. I mean, I lo- if I'm curious about something, I, I love to you know, uh, find out lots of different types of information by doing a search okay. in a search engine. I also okay. love um, if I'm struggling with something, I love being able to look up a quick how-to video. You know, okay. um, I really do love access to, you know, paying my bills if I need I to remotely um, on a ship if I'm taking a cruise. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. I, I love um, being able to um, purchase things out of a portal and then do a print and have all of the invoices there and see exactly how mm-hmm. I've spent my money. You know, there's a lot of things related to technology that I think Mm -hmm. are great. I mean, I love to take pictures uh, with Mm -hmm. my phone. I have way too many. Um, Sometimes (laughs) I take 20 pictures of my daughter doing one thing and then I never go back and delete them. You know, the the other 19 that aren't, you know what I mean? So that's a little bit of a struggle for me. But I use a lot of my time on a plane, (laughs) believe it or not, when I just want some mindless, you know, uh, work to do. I often go in and just start cleaning up photos, but Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I like uh, the technologies that allow the staff and I to work in chat so that we get through. We don't have so much um, email issues. I love project management so that we have a software that allows us to see all of our projects, who's responsible for what, where they are in things. So that any Mm -hmm. given time, you know, if I want to look on a Saturday morning, I can look without having to call and say where we are, where are we on something. Yeah. Um, I, I I love those kinds of things. I mean, I'm 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 a big technology um, uh, fan on mm-hmm. many ways, but I also feel that there's the other side of the coin too. You know, mm-hmm. I I mm-hmm. want to make sure that I'm experiencing the moment and not always looking at it, you know, from yep. my phone. Yeah, know? exactly. And uh, so there's a balance.
1: For sure. absolutely
0: absolutely now what what would be a question
1: that i didn't ask you today that you would love to answer mm. or something that you would like to leave our and I, i'm going to have one more questions after this I, i'm actually okay. changing the order because it's okay. thanksgiving week and i really want to mm. end up with a gratitude note together but yeah. well, was wanna... so
0: interesting cuz what i would say it has a lot to do with gratitude uh-huh. my mother is one one, my mother gave me several kind of, um, uh, uh, what do I, how do I, uh, a compass, help me to create okay. a compass of where to go and how to live my life. And uh, one of them is that has never failed me. And that is um, give without remembering and take mm-hmm. without forgetting. Hmm. So give because you can, it's the right thing to do. It's not tit for tat or quid pro quo, or I'm going to scratch your back because you're going to promise to scratch mine. It's giving without attachment. I mean, that's really, I mean, helping people that can almost never pay you back is uh, the greatest, uh, the highest level of giving that you can give, right? So give Mm -hmm. without remembering and take without forgetting when someone helps you never forget to say thank you, however big or small. And, you know, I felt I've fallen victim to somebody doing something nice for me or sending me a gift. And then I'm like so busy that I, Mm -hmm. you know, a month goes by and I never got the thank you note out. And um, there was a time when I felt like, gosh, it feels a little late to be sending a thank you. And, you know, my mother used to always remind me say, just, just be real clear, Sandra. It's, never too late to say thank
1: you. Yeah, so true, so true. And um, and I, that, I think that will be a beautiful way for us to close um, with this ask. So think about your phone, Sandra. And mm-hmm. I, I want you to think about three
0: things that you're most grateful for that phone. Okay, I know what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm most grateful for pictures. For pictures, you know, yes. Yeah. So that I get things that are like my granddaughter could be doing something totally precious. And if I moved uh-huh. and got the camera, it'd be over. But if uh-huh. my phone is within reach kind of thing, I can grab it and get a moment. Or <laughs> if I'm watching her for the weekend when my daughter and her husband, I can send them some some videos or some yeah. pictures. So that that's an important thing. I actually also love the notes section. I mean, uh-huh. that is whenever I'm thinking, I mean, I just have tons and tons and tons of notes of just an idea, or if I hear myself say a phrase, or if there's things I want to make sure that I want to follow on, I love mm-hmm. the notes section. And mm-hmm. the third one would be not just uh, text messaging, but the, um, what do you call it? What do you call that? The transcription, you know, where I can hit the microphone oh, yeah, and yeah. Yeah now audio the audio notes yeah mean? no not the audio notes when I'm saying I'm sending you a text and I could go ah. into your thing and then I can dictate and it oh, dictation the dictation yeah and of course it sometimes auto corrects really strange things but um <laughs> uh, so I, I always have to check it um mm-hmm. uh but I I love that and and the fourth would be obviously um the maps, because I'm so directionally challenged. (laughs) I mean, I was one of those that always had, we call them here in Dallas, we used to call them, I don't even know if they exist anymore, but maps go where it was like almost like a phone book and anywhere I needed to go, I'd have to go and get the coordinates and use my highlighter and highlight because I'm just so naturally directionally challenged, you know, something I've learned that I can't train myself to not be. So, um, I, I love think that comes with the name,
1: Sandra. <laughs> is that right?
0: Maybe that's, maybe so. that's it, right? I mean, I, can, <laughs> I swear I can get lost in a paper bag. I swear to God, you know, <laughs> um, so and with you there. Thing, yeah, that might be, that might be even more valuable to me than, uh, <laughs> uh the dictation. I wouldn't yeah. want to take out my notes and I wouldn't want to take out my, but, that might be more valuable than even the dictation. <laughs> you know,
1: I, I remember my, my, you know, one of the, my favorite things to do is remembering the the voice of someone, especially yes. if someone is not here. I get yep. that. It connects me really with that. And um, I'm grateful for my phone when, like.
0: I could yeah. have those conversations. And- you know, it's interesting, it's okay. Sandra, that you brought that up because when my mother was very, very, very sick, she called me one day for my birthday and she wanted to see me. And I said, oh, I'd love to see you. I'll come by and we'll have tea or whatever. And she says, okay, I just don't want you to be disappointed because, you know, I just haven't been feeling well enough to get out and I didn't mm-hmm. even get to get you a card, you know? And mm-hmm. um, I said, well, you want to know what I want most, mom? And we knew she was dying. I mean, this was the last year. This was February, and she ended up dying September 1st that year. And those last months were particularly hard. And I said, you know, could we hang up and could you call me back? And I'm going to let it go into voicemail on purpose. And would you just leave me a message that I would love to hear over and over again, Mm. not only now, but even when you're long gone and you're in heaven. And mm-hmm. to your point, that is my, I've actually downloaded it and saved it. You know, it's one of my mm-hmm. most precious because I do miss my mom's touch mm-hmm. and I miss her voice. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you so much, Sandra. This has been an, a, an incredible pleasure to be in this conversation with you. And for our listeners, I I'm just so delighted that you gave us the time. and.
0: Well, I'm honored that you would ask me, Sandra. I adore you. I think you are a smart, brave um, entrepreneur that's always learning, always doing, always taking fast action, always showing up. And so it's really an honor for me to show up for you. So thank you for the invitation.
1: Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening I'm so grateful for you today so if you enjoy this episode please tag me in social media at way to protect again it's way number two protect and let me know if this episode has helped you. I would love to hear from you and if you like to know more about me check out my resources at my website SandraEstock.com. and remember be intentional be aware and be mindful
0: be I am. Here I am now.